Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Academy, announcing the 24th of our Italian Wine Ambassador courses to be held in London, Austria, and Hong Kong from the 27th to the 29th of July. Are you up for the challenge of this demanding course? Do you want to be the next Italian Wine Ambassador? Learn more and apply now at vinitaliinternational.com. Italian Wine Podcast, a Wine to Wine Business Forum 2021 media partner, is proud to present a series of sessions highlighting the key themes and ideas from the two-day event held on October the 18th and 19th. 2021. This hybrid edition of the Business Forum was jam-packed with the most informed speakers discussing some of the hottest topics in the wine industry today. For more information, please visit winetowine.net and tune in every Thursday at 2pm Central European Time for more episodes recorded during this latest edition of Wine to Wine Business Forum. Okay, we're going to get started. It's 11.15. It is with my great pleasure. We're going to kick this off, kick um, this session. This is kind of my clubhouse ladies. I've met both of these ladies on clubhouse, and it, it it's kind of fun to like meet them in person. And I'm going to just um, have Renee introduce Dorabasta and, and herself. Well, hello, everyone. I, I know this is going to be a really fun topic for everyone to get into today, looking at trends in Italian wine tourism. And uh, Roberta Garibaldi has done a lot, everyone. This woman has written the report on gastronomic tourism in Italy. She's also the president of the Association of, of uh, Gastronomic Tourism in Italy. She advises the Italian Minister of Tourism, Massimo Garavaglia. And she is also on the board of directors for the Food Travel Association and the board of directors for the Advisors of World Gastronomic Institute. Honestly, the list goes on. This woman knows pretty much what you need to know about tourism and looking at it from Italy, but also from a world perspective. So I'm so happy to introduce Roberta Garavaldi. Thank you very much. It's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. And then uh, we'll, uh, I will present you some data today and some trends. And so this is uh, uh, the cover of uh, the work that we publish every, every year and then the report on gastronomy tourism uh, in Italy. And uh, we use the same methodology uh, every year. And so we see year after year, the growing of the interest of the tourists uh, related to uh, uh, gastronomy and wine uh, in, uh, as motivation to travel. And so we can see, for example, in 2016, the Italians that did a tour with this main purpose in the last three years were uh, the 21%, and in the 2021, we are... Um, 55% of Italians did uh, a journey with this main purpose. And uh, this brings uh, Italy at the level of the most important international countries, because uh, if we see the data that we collect as World Food Travel Association uh, every uh, four years, um, we see that uh, um, in the north of um, America and Europe, we are around 45% of the um, tourists that did uh, a journey with this main purpose in the last two years. And uh, 
uh, we can see uh, a more important number of people that did this kind of a, of a journey in uh, China and Mexico, for example. In uh, that countries, uh, the motivation is higher uh, than here. And uh, now we go in deep with some data related to wine tourism in Italy. And uh, here we can see the number of wineries that the Italians um, visit while they travel with this main uh, motivation. Uh, the uh, wine tourism and uh, uh, the gastronomic tourism confirm them as multi-purpose uh, uh, travelers. So they are very active and they want to live um, different kinds of, of experiences while they travel. And so if they choose to um, to, to do a tour, a journey with this main purpose, they usually visit 64% um, uh, one or two wineries and uh, for the 26% from three to five wineries. We can see an increasing number of wineries that uh, the tourists uh, visited in the last two years, plus 70% uh, uh, and uh, this is uh, a signal that uh, uh, now the tourists want to go more in deep in the knowledge of the sector. And then it's uh, a very interesting number. If we analyze the number of wine tourists in the world of food and, um, and um, beverage tourism, we can see a decrease of the number of the wine tourists. But that is because the people want now to live different kind of experience. They want to go uh, to different kind of producers, from cheese uh, to vegetables producers. Uh, they want to go to festival. They want to go to see the production of pasta or to chocolate or so on. And so the, the number of tourists increase. And obviously, uh, in the total uh, of uh, this kind of tourism, the number of the no tourism decrease, but it's just uh, related uh, uh, to the total of the tourists that move uh, with uh, this uh, motivation. Instead, the number of tourists that want to live these experiences increase e year after year. And uh, which are the best, uh, the more desired um, kind of wineries that the tourists want to live, uh, want to visit? Uh, it's interesting, we know some trends, it's very interesting to see along the presentation the number of, of tourists that uh, uh, give us a positive uh, uh, interest related to the different items, because we can see that we have really a fantastic numbers for every item that we analyze, because now the tourists really want to live this kind of experiences in the in the wide range of different experiences. And for example, the most desired uh, kind of wineries uh, um, for the Italians are wineries in historical buildings. And we can see uh, 70, 67% of all travelers love to live uh, this kind of experiences and 72% of, of the gastronomy tourists and plus 7% of interest. And here we have some examples of these kind of wineries that we have uh, uh, in Italy. We have uh, historical buildings that are wineries quite uh, in all our country. 
The second uh, most desired kind of wineries are family wineries. And so it, you can see the numbers and um, there is a, an interest of live like a local to meet the people. And so the, the tourists love uh, to find a, a friendly situation. And so they love to visit the family wineries. At the third, and uh, here are some uh, uh, examples. At third place, we have well-known wine producing places with renewed production. Then these arrive after family wineries. And uh, after this, uh, we have uh, modern design winery, architectural uh, buildings. And here we can see 46% of interest and 53% of interest. So the interest is really very high in all these items. So here you can see them all together. So you can see uh, how they are in, uh, in, uh, in the score. Uh, which are the most important uh, factors that influence the visit of uh, a wine destination or food destination? The first, uh, at the first place, we can see the landscape. The landscape is the most important uh, um, factor for the tourist. And so it's important to preserve the uh, landscape and all the actions that are done in this way are wonderful and uh, um, surely working in rural areas, we preserve the landscape. It's something that go um, uh, together. At the second place, we have the culture of the destination. And then after this, we can find all of the items related to food and wine. But the most important thing is the landscape and the culture. And uh, we'll see in uh, the future slides the relevance of, that, of the culture that, is, uh, um, that we can find in every situation. We, what happened after COVID? Happened that the tourist is more and more demanding. Uh, this is the previous slide. And uh, it could be interesting to analyze these slides compared with the data that we collected two years ago. And we can see an increase increased numbers for every item because the tourists now want quality at all and uh, they don't want to find the situation that are so and so uh, they um, it was not possible to travel for a lot of time now we want to to, to travel but we want uh, fantastic places and so uh, the tourist is more and more demanding he wants quality everywhere and he wants to find innovation. He wants to live new experiences. Uh, when we did, uh, these are what we call psychoculinary profiles. So we defined this with World Food Travel Association, and we analyzed this in different countries of the world from a lot of times. And so if we analyze the data of 2016, we saw at the first place the theme of authenticity. Uh, now, authenticity is really important because it, it is at the second place, but it's not the most important item. Uh, two years ago, we saw the eclectic mm, tourist that was the first one and now innovative. What does it mean? It means that uh, the tourists want to live different kind of experiences and new experiences every time. And so it's very important when we 
prepare the author of the experiences of our winery to give something new every six or 12 months because of the tourists want more and more um, new experiences. And the challenge is to find a balance between innovation and authenticity. This is what we really need to do in the uh, uh, future, uh, in, in the next uh, um, months, uh, in the next year. Because uh, if uh, we analyze this data, um, Italian tourists say that uh, the wineries tend to offer similar experiences to visitors. And we see that uh, these data are increasing year after year. We can see more 6% than two years ago. Then uh, it's uh, quite a lot of time that we, we speak and I think that everyone understands that now we have to offer different kinds of experiences, but what the sector is doing is not enough because the tourists feel more and more of this that uh, uh, the uh, visits are too similar. And this is what we really need to do. We have to, to create difference, uh, differentiation between uh, the experiences that the different wineries uh, uh, offer. And so every winery uh, analyzing uh, the, his history, his resources, uh, the landscape, uh, the place, the situation, as uh, to define his own stories and his own uh, experiences. And this is the, the, really the challenge that uh, uh, it is necessary to change something, uh, to, uh, to offer something different every uh, six, 12 months uh, to satisfy a more demanding tourist that want innovative experiences. And now I collected the data related of the different kind of experience to understand which are the most desired. And so every, everyone uh, know about some, some trends, but I think it's interesting to see the data because these show us um, what the Italians think about the, the different uh, kind of experiences, which are the most desired, and how they move year after year. And uh, the um, first thing to focus is the desire to know more about the culture, not only uh, tasting, but to know more and more and more. Uh, the Italians that say uh, that uh, they are interested to know more is really high. And this is while happens while they are on holiday, but while they are at home too. And we can see here the data. And uh, we try to analyze which are, uh, in what kind, uh, what can we use to, to speak about food culture. And uh, the Italians uh, say it's interesting all a different kind of, uh, um, can be through experiences, through menu, through local people, through specialized guides, through apps, and so on. Because uh, it's just uh, to define how we want to communicate, but it's necessary to, to communicate more about the culture of the situation. And uh, so here we can see data, as I go quite quickly, because uh, uh, you, you can read uh, um, by yourself, and um, you can see uh, some details uh, about this. And... Uh, so uh, we can see which can be the new kind of experiences that we can propose. So the most desired in this year that we had uh, 
COVID situation is the picnic. 75% of Italians will love to do it in the wineries. And we saw um, this year, last year, a growing number of wineries that offer this. And 75 of Italians uh, love to do it. And uh, art in the winery. 75% of, of the people will love to find events or some proposals that combine gastronomy with art. And uh, the theme of sport, of fitness, of to be active is increasing too. Yeah, we can see, I would like to go hiking for jo or jogging in the vineyards, 47% of all travelers, 53% of the gastronomy tourists. And uh, we saw different kind of experiences related to food. For example, uh, dinner in the vineyard. Here we have more than 60% of Italians that will love to do these kind of experiences. And, uh, for example, I have some experiences that uh, can uh, explain how, how it's possible to combine in the better way wine and food. And we have uh, uh, around 60% of Italians that would love to do it. Visit uh, with uh, multisensory experiences. Here you can see data 50-60% of Italians that will love to do it. Really a huge number. So there is a lot, a lot of attention to all this kind of experience. One um, theme that I love uh, a lot is the theme of edutainment and uh, the possibility to have the gaming applied in the wineries. And uh, so uh, I think it's one of the most uh, fun way uh, to know something more and more and more people love to do this kind of experience more and more adults use video games now and uh, here you can see the data more than 50 uh, percent of italians will love to do uh, to find entertaining opportunities such as escape rooms and treasure hunts for discovery local productions and receipt and so, for example, I saw an escape room led into uh, wine and food in Switzerland, one in Barolo last year. And so we started to see these kind of experiences. And uh, um, uh, I saw some video games related to the production of wine. This can be something that can be in improved um, in the next years. Which kind of... Uh, new services, new places uh, that uh, we can offer to the tourists. We saw in uh, the last years new wine hotels growing and new hotels related to beer and food around the world. This is something that uh, the uh, Italian travelers desire. Uh, it's an experience that they desire to live. In fact, we can see that only 32% of the people did this experience, but 56% will love to, because uh, the innovation, uh, the desire of innovation that we saw before uh, will uh, touch the accommodation too. And for example, they love to do glamping. 30% of Italians will love to do this kind of experiences. 32 tree house hotel. And so we can uh, create innovation in accommodations too. Here are some uh, photos of uh, some uh, uh, wine, uh, wine hotels. Uh, here an example of glamping from Mexico. And uh, 
a theme that is growing is the relevance of sustainability. And here we can see some hotels that define to, to be more sustainable and the tourists love to go in places that show that they are active in different kinds of sustainability. And uh, the theme of innovation will uh, can uh, go, for example, in uh, places where to, to, to store and uh, uh, the wine. For example, we have cave wineries, this is an example in Italy, and of submarine wineries that are growing in uh, different kinds of situations in the lakes, uh, in the sea, and around the world. And uh, um, the new relation with gastronomy and wine and wineries is interesting too. And so, for example, I would like the winery, the winery have a restaurant where I can go for lunch or dinner. More than 70% of the people say it's interesting to have it. And uh, we, we spoke a lot about uh, smart working uh, in these two years. And the Italians will love to have uh, some, the opportunity to leave wineries as a place to have uh, business meetings. And uh, we can see around 50% of interest. And so in the, the theme of uh, smart working, new, um, uh, the new business traveler and the new uh, business uh, um, meetings, the wineries can have a role in this situation. Uh, Surely the theme of safety is important and uh, we analyze what the Italians think about uh, the actions that the wineries put in, put in, uh, in, in action to, uh, to, to preserve um, the, the, the safeness of the people. And then the more activities you put in action, more than they are happy. So uh, don't uh, um, think that this is too much. Perhaps they think that uh, uh, it's not necessary. Why I ask them uh, the telephone number, the name and so on. They love to do these kind of things because they feel more safe. And then more activities that you put in action, more they, then they are happy. And uh, it's interesting to offer some uh, self-guided guided visits. Uh, so that you can do by yourself. You can see that more than 60% of Italians will love to do it. And uh, for example, in Spain, we have uh, around 40% uh, of wineries that offer this kind of experiences. And in Italy, we have only around 10%. And uh, this is uh, something um, interesting to, uh, to analyze. And, um, and in the situation that we live uh, in uh, these years uh, could be something to improve. We can have uh, some uh, example. Mm, we are, here we have Michele Chiarlo in Piedmont. They have an app to discover the wineries. I remember Pomeri in Champagne. You have a, an app and then you can go uh, to, to visit uh, the caves. And um, so there are good examples about this and uh, we can uh, if uh, someone did not offer this, this can be something to think of. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. 
check out our new wine study maps or books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged and much, much more. Just visit our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now, back to the show. And uh, one thing is, um, is the theme of uh, Food and Wine Hub. Food and Wine Hub, so some places where you can have uh, with the consortium of the wine in the center of uh, rural areas to create uh, some places where you can find a lot of services for food and wine tourists and from there go to discover um, the surroundings. And uh, um, we found that the Italians will love to find this situation. I can offer you an example because uh, uh, this summer I went to uh, Montalcino and I saw the new mu museum of uh, uh, Brunello di Montalcino. Uh, this can be an example of hub because there we can find three different museums, one related to wine and the other related to ancient art. And uh, they have a big shop where you can rent a bicycle, you can uh, um, book experience in the wineries, uh, you can uh, buy the wine, you can taste the wine, and it's a good example of a hub. Uh, next week I will go to Porto, they created in uh, um, the WOW experience, so they six museums all together, one related to wine and uh, a, a wine hotel and uh, in a hub where you can start then the visit of the area of the winery area of Porto. And this can be uh, something interest uh, to, um, to, to discover and to offer. Uh, another theme that is growing is the theme of well-being. Uh, now we feel that it's good uh, uh, to, to eat, to taste the food, and, uh, but to know that this is good for our body. And so um, we pay more and more attention related to this, and we can bring uh, this, this word into the wineries, into the rural areas. And uh, we try to analyze and to test uh, different kinds of experience and to analyze if the Italians love to do it. And you can see here, we are more than 50% as usual of interest related to this kind of experiences. And uh, for example, I would like to find opportunities and activities to restore myself, reschedule my daily habits and adopt a healthier lifestyle. I would love to find this in, in wineries, yes, around 60%. And so we can find so this theme and try to analyze how it's possible to, uh, to develop because uh, we can uh, offer some spa in the wineries, we can offer uh, some um, activities related to gym, uh, yoga, yoga, track, uh, trekking, and so on. And then it's possible to offer different kind of um, activities related to wellness. And uh, surely we can more and more create activities that are, that, uh, are linked with the participation of the tourists. And uh, um, in, in Italy, um, 
we had a problem with uh, uh, our um, laws and then it was not so possible to do um, tourist uh, harvest uh, in the past. Now this is something that is changed, so are growing a lot the number of activities related to this. We we know that there is an interest relating to bike, but it's uh, always important to see the data. So we can see double of people that uh, will love to do this kind of experience. So in uh, 2019, uh, we had 19% of people that will love to do a tour in the wineries with a bike. Now in 2021, after two years, we have 39% of Italians that we love to do this kind of experiences. And so it's really an important trend. And, uh, and then it's very good, uh, all the destinations that defined to offer this kind of experiences. And so um, you can uh, create a... Um, I, I present you an example of what happened in the United States. I think it's nice uh, because it's not only the possibility to rent uh, the bike, but they created farm to farm uh, to bike, farm to fork uh, uh, with bike. And so they speak about uh, um, all of the tour is created uh, related to wellness. And in every stop, they will explain you the benefit of uh, um, the food, uh, some information for your wellness, and you move with the bike, and so you can um, you you can benefit with the mind and the body too. Uh, sustainability, and then electric cars, uh, and uh, are something that is really interesting in the rural areas and optimize the logistic transportation of the wine too, to uh, avoid, to create a uh, problem the, with uh, the traffic in the problem of over-tourism in, in the new world of sustainability in rural areas. This is a, an example of transportation uh, related to train, and uh, I don't know, okay, uh, the big theme is the theme related to sustainability. I wanted to check uh, how many minutes I have to, to do this, uh, uh, to go in deeper related to the theme of sustainability. Then uh, five minutes. Okay, so uh, perhaps uh, I don't show the slides because I will go uh, more in deep if I do it this way, but I just give you some uh, information uh, about uh, the trends that emerge from our data. Uh, surely, uh, sustainability is uh, a theme. We, we speak about this uh, in the last years. We saw that the gastronomy and wine tourist is more sustainable than the general tourist. The gap uh, is uh, mm, less high now because quite all the travelers think that sustainability is very important, but uh, we have it. Uh, um, and the, for the food and wine tourism is something that is really necessary. And um, it's important uh, for the wine and food tourists to have sustainability in uh, mm, related uh, uh, to, um, to 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 so the social sustainability too. So it's important to do something for the community. It's important to do something uh, uh, for uh, um, to have, to be ethical. This is uh, we have an increasing interest related to this, and so 
in Italy, it's, uh, for example, if uh, we can see that a lot of the um, wineries are very active on sustainability, we have these data because we are leader in Europe related to sustainability, but related to sustainability in production. Then it's very important to focus sustainability for the tourist services too. And then to analyze all the process and give sustainability uh, in all the steps uh, of the offer to the tourists, from the transportation to the dresses of a guide and uh, to, for example, um, the, um, the, what we say to the tourists. It's very important, the theme of communication. Uh, we can see now in uh, Skyscanner or in Booking uh, that uh, uh, they give us information related to the actions that uh, the um, transportation or the hotels do related to the sustainability. Many, it's very important to communicate it uh, to the tourists. Um, don't be shy say all the actions that you are doing and show it. It's very, very important because the tourists prefer to arrive in a winery that are active on this. And so put in all your communication information about this. This is an example of one of the Italian wineries that have this at the entrance of the gate. Or here is an example instead of, of uh, a, a winery in Spain, uh, where they have a stop uh, in uh, the experience of the tourist to show the actions that they um, did, how they impact uh, on the um, production of energy. Uh, it's interesting to, to give information during the touristic tours related to what you are doing. Don't forget to communicate sustainability. That was really awesome. Thank you so much, Roberta, for giving us all this wonderful information looking specifically at Italy. Uh, please feel free. We're going to do a question and answer portion. Does anybody have any questions to kick this off with? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with mine then. <laughs> So coming from North America, there are a lot of really interesting uh, tours that happen when you go into wineries. Now that we have all this data, how many Italian wineries are starting to put forward new experiences for people that come in terms of uh, gastronomic and wine-based tourism? We saw an increasing number of experiences that grow in the last two years because Italians are very creative. And then we have to find new ways to discover wineries in COVID time. And I think in uh, uh, a bad situation, something new happened and something that can we uh, develop more and more in the, in the future years because we saw an increasing number of different experiences. Uh, I spoke about a picnic, I spoke about uh, the dinner in the wineyard. All these kind of activities developed a lot in the last two years because it was necessary to live more the outdoor experiences. And this is uh, something that uh, people love to do this. And, and so this can be something that will go on and we can... Uh, Mm, um, we can develop 
the, we can go on the, with these activities and develop something more. So uh, we, the creativity that we show in these uh, two years, uh, we don't have to forget it. We don't have to go back, but we, we have to go to, to give more and more new ideas and uh, going ahead with this, I think. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, we have a question over there. You, I know that the Italian wine industry was hit financially very badly during the COVID period. Is the government providing any sort of funding to help vineyards do all of this new development? Is there money available for vineyards that want to actively expand and grow? Mm -hmm. Uh, the Italian Ministry of Tourism and the, the Ministry of um, Agriculture um, think that uh, this theme is uh, relevant for the future of our tourism. I think is the gastronomic tourism and enotourism is very important for the new world uh, that uh, where sustainability is the main focus and uh, we have uh, to uh, bring the people out uh, to avoid uh, over tourism and then uh, we have to work more with the inner areas. And so this is a uh, um, Gastronomic tourism, wine tourism is something very important to achieve this objective. And this is why the government defined uh, to work on this theme and to create some uh, strategic lines uh, and uh, uh, related to this. And then we'll go in action uh, with uh, um, um, to, to create uh, some uh, uh, groups uh, that will uh, work on this topic uh, and uh, with um, Italian regions, uh, with the association and uh, with the experts. And so we'll work on this and then we have, uh, we will do, um, we'll go in the different re Italian regions next year to speak about the topic and to work uh, uh, with the local stakeholders on this. And uh, we'll put in actions uh, uh, some um, the ideas that uh, the stakeholders will give us, and uh, the focus point will be the last point uh, of this uh, um, work uh, will be the UNWTO forum related to wine and wine that will be next year in Italy in uh, Langero Eromo Ferrato, and then at the end of September. And so this will be an important year for uh, Italy related to this topic, and we want uh, to do a lot of uh, work uh, related to this and to help the sector. Thank you for that great question. Do we have another question from the audience? Well, uh, of course, I always have a question. I have one too. So. Yes. <laughs> um, so my question is actually a little bit more institutional in nature. So first of all, congratulations, Roberta. She's now the president of this, what we call the Agenzia uh, Nazionale del Turismo in Italia. First of all, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. What does this agency actually do? And now, of course, I'm very wine-centric. So how does it help the wine industry? And how do you work with the wine industry in particular? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm the CEO. Uh, the president is Giorgio Palmucci, and uh, we okay, work uh, CEO, president, very well know. together. Yes, but it's important for him. And uh, in um, we, the focus of the uh, national board related to the promotion of Italy is to to uh, 
to promote to to work on the image uh, of Italy and to promote it uh, all over the world. And now uh, we had so critical years related to tourism, and then it's a very important moment now because we have to go in action uh, to to start again uh, the the tour the tourism. I'm very happy about the summer because it was a great summer related to. Um, for a lot of destinations, we had the problem with the uh, art cities and we have a problem with the travel agencies and tour operator, but uh, um, a lot of the sector uh, had a, a good summer. So we have to, to work a lot uh, and we hope that COVID is really finish we hope everything everyone will hope this and uh, and so we started to work and surely uh, if uh, the, the ministry and the president uh, of any defined to have mean that role because they think that uh, um, food and wine tourism is very relevant, relevant for Italy and this is why we defined uh, to do this strategic work that uh, I said before and so um, we, we really work hard this year uh, to with uh, all the reasons, all the associations, all the stakeholders, because it's something that we can do all together, because it's not something that uh, can be defined uh, only uh, from uh, from Enit, but it has to, to, a big work that we have to do all together to develop more and more this asset, because uh, we really love this and we know that how it is uh, how it is important uh, for Italy and we know that Italy is recognized from outside for the landscape for the art cities for the culture and for food and wine but is there since the pandemic is there uh, a shift for example because in the past Italy was so heavily reliant on for, for example the American tourism and the Asian tourism and clearly, um, now the tourism is more localized, at least from the European countries. So are, are the agencies like Enet uh, of the situation, are they consciously, strategically um, focusing more on the European tourism for Italy? Yes, we, we work, um, they work because uh, I arrived <laughs> last week um, to develop uh, in the um, tourism in, uh, in, in Europe and uh, uh, actions related to tourism, domestic tourism. But uh, uh, if we analyze our sector, food and wine tourism, uh, uh, Italians love to do Wine, uh, food and wine tourism in Italy. But uh, we did this research uh, in a lot of countries in the world uh, with the World Food Travel Association, and we saw the same uh, for the other country. So it's um, in Italy, 75 of Italians did food and wine tours uh, in Italy. And it's uh, increasing the number of Italians that love to do in Italy and outside, but maybe they love to do this kind of tour in Italy. And then uh, develop being uh, uh, food and wine tourism, it's good for the Italians and it's good for the European and it's good for China and United States. So for example, China is uh, uh, have the mm, highest number of uh, food and wine, uh, food more than wine, but uh, tourists in the world because they are very, very, they put a lot, a lot of attention related to this kind of travel and this kind of experiences. And then it's uh, an interesting theme 
for domestic, European, and international. And then we have to, to create different experience because uh, we have to uh, analyze and define the difference between the, the tourists, but uh, it's, uh, if we develop interesting experience, uh, this will, we will have a lot of stage to, uh, to, to show and to present uh, our best practice. I have uh, one final question, unless anybody else in the audience has it. All right. So my last question is also a question that's based around a little bit of North American thought processes. Um, there's a lot of moments for agri for winery-based tourism that creates photographable, shareable moments. I know influencer work and social media is not necessarily as big of a touch point in Europe as it is in North America, but are there any is there any push to kind of create those very shareable images and videos in terms of looking at this type of tourism? Mm -hmm. Yes, we know the, the influence of, uh, uh, of uh, the, the web, the social, and to create these, uh, uh, these, these places uh, in the wineries. In my mind, now I have uh, a, a winery on the uh, Garda Lake that created these uh, Instagram points, uh, um, a lot of very nice Instagram points in the wineries, and they did a great work of this. Yes, it's, I think it's something uh, that um, everyone now that uh, um, the, the wineries and more of the food producers uh, have to work to create. Uh, the possibility for the tourists to visit the wineries and the food production sites safely uh, and uh, don't create problems with the people who work there. Um, we have the problem related to the law because uh, it's not uh, in some places it's not possible to go to stay. And uh, uh, but it's interesting to see and to be active in production. And, uh, and uh, we have to create a situation where we can uh, um, have good uh, Instagram points. And then it, there are a lot of situations that we have uh, to, to study and to define. And uh, it's quite easy if you have to, uh, to create a new protection, production site because you can think uh, and create it, uh, giving attention to all these points. But um, when we work uh, with a, a, a winery or a production site that uh, was created uh, a lot of years ago. It's not so simple, uh, but uh, it's uh, um, everyone uh, organized uh, in the better way. It could be interesting uh, to, um, to have the possibility to have uh, new spaces studied for the tourists. That is uh, surely the, the best situation. We have to find if we can in the future, think something related to this topic uh, because uh, there are different points of action, uh, the, of attention that we have to, 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 to define. But uh, we'll work this year on this. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much. And thank, thank you for the you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to close up this term. A round of applause for Roberta Garibaldi and Rene Sperazza. Thanks for listening to this episode of Italian Wine Podcast. Brought to you by Vinitali Academy, home of the gold standard of Italian wine education. Do you want to be the next ambassador? Apply online at vinitaliinternational.com for courses in London, Austria, and Hong Kong, the 27th to the 29th of July. Remember to subscribe and like Italian Wine Podcast, and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. 
You can also find our entire back catalog of episodes at italianwinepodcast.com. Hi, guys. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.